And at the end of the day, it's like these huge tech conglomerates really run the music industry. So what we're really doing nowadays is we're making music for the tech companies and for the streaming platforms and the DSPs. Yet we just make the same music because we're serving a DSP, a platform that if we don't play by the rules, nobody's going to listen to our shit and we're not going to make any money. The Radium Podcast, episode 85. This is a special edition. We're bringing in the COVID times by going wireless and remote. Um, and I thought it'd be cool to bring on a co-host here. So uh, everybody give it up for Will, the Brazilian barbecuing vegetarian. <laughs> what's up, what's up, guys? I think you probably know me, but um, I'm here. The crowd goes wild. <sighs> <laughs> so yeah we thought it'd be fun like you know to uh get together connect over zoom and uh you know shoot a bunch of random cameras and make things really complicated so <laughs> yeah, because I, at the end of the day i'm i'm editing anyways right so yeah why not <laughs> hey will's got to edit it so we'll just throw a bunch of content at him and uh you know he'll make sense of it yeah yeah so but yeah uh, what's i'm really on? what's going on yeah, man, I wanted to get into, uh, you know, this podcast, especially I wanted to really talk about some stuff uh, in the music industry uh, that, that is actually kind of interesting to me. And uh, I think it might be interesting to the listeners as well. But I've been reading a lot about and kind of seeing like more uh, prominent members of the music industry, i.e. Grammy award winning platinum recording, like multiple, you know, going crazy multi-millionaire songwriter artists mm. uh mm-hmm. doing their thing online and and starting to teach courses and and um kind of the internet taking over in 2021 so i thought it'd be uh, cool to like kind of chat about that because it's such an interesting thing seeing like these these huge music moguls doing you know monthly.com courses, songwriters courses master classes yeah. it's crazy yeah and I yeah. think I, I think like you know I don't know what's your opinion on it because like I, I I wonder you know from other people's perspectives like what does that what does that do does it like does it like kill the uh, the allure of your favorite you know award winning producer? Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I think definitely from an ego perspective, if you're the producer, you probably have some ego issues with that. You know, it, it's. It comes down to also like how much you need that money or that business, that new source of income to your mm-hmm. music. If there's someone like, I don't know, let's say a big producer out there, Mark Ronson, you know, and he starts selling master class and master classes at nine ninety nine, <laughs> you know, yeah. probably you will lose a little bit of his exclusivity, you know, exclusivity of mm. his his work, you know. So it depends also like how much they're willing to charge, like how how the the business model works, you know. Right. Like I I just I just recently um, signed up for um, Justice uh, Masterclass on Mix mm. with the Masters. Okay. Uh, and there are huge producers, you know, like one of the biggest EDM names out there. And you know, I doubted they are doing for the money. I think they're doing for reach more people. 
you know, and really right. pass it on. I think it also comes down to your goals and as an artist or producer, if you're willing to, if you want to share your knowledge, if you think you already reached a point in your career that you're good and you want to share your knowledge, I think it's totally, you know, totally viable. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I would te- definitely go off that because here's the thing that sucks about the internet, right? Is that the internet ruins everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like automatically, like the internet's going to put a big judgy stamp on it. And, uh, oh, he's, why is this guy, he must not be making music. That's why he's making courses, you know? <laughs> and it's like, dude, what the fuck happened to like people wanting to share and tell stories around the fireplace and like, you know, yeah. pass on traditions and, and yeah. train the new generation of, of people coming up. Like all the internet is to me is just another way of communicating. Facts. It's like yeah. now we have a, a bigger communication pipeline where, uh, you know, like even this podcast, like I would have never, ever, if you asked me. Uh, thought that we'd make it to 85 episodes of the Radiant Podcast. But then also, like, how many, you know, I was, like, looking at YouTube today, and I was showing this to you. I'm like, dude, 500 and some, you know, hours of of view time in the last, you know, 28 days. Yeah. And I was like, wow, in the 500s, like, almost 600 hours of of watch time on YouTube. And I was like, you know, for some people, they're, like, laughing at that. They're like, oh, yeah. wow, I get 5,000 hours of YouTube view time it, in a month. Yeah, it's huge for us, yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, for me, it just seems like um, it's crazy, like, the reach you can get on the internet. And I think, like, you know, the reason this whole topic came up to me is because I'm going through Ryan Tedder's uh, songwriting course with mm-hmm. uh, Monthly.com. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome, right? Like, it's, like, really cool. Uh, it's kind of like like previously recorded, like he's going through the process of writing songs and, you know, we're doing like three songs. But for me, I was like, yo, this is a great way for me to finish my own music, yeah. right? And it just kind of like, you know, in, in COVID times, I don't have people coming through the studio, you know, like, yeah, and, uh, and it's just like, you know, can't get to the studio and just like create and go, okay, we got deadlines and let's, let's you know, get this thing done and we got to get the guitars tracked. So now it's just kind of like me on my own in my room. So it was really cool to be able to get into a group and mm-hmm. have like just this kind of a structured map. Like today we're going to work on the lyrics. Today we're going to work on, you know, uh, yeah. let's arrange out the song. You know, and I'm like, yeah, that's great. You know, because even as entrepreneurs and, and business owners and producers ourselves, like even if we are leaders and we know how to finish things, it's just super nice to have someone organizing that for us. Yeah. You know, just build a Absolutely. roadmap. So to me, I'm like, dude, I'm all for it. And I think I think it's honestly the future of where everything is going. And if you're not jumping on the online game and you're not doing master classes and monthly.coms and sharing your knowledge and your music experiences, you know, you just believe in shortages. Like you straight yeah. up think like you got the secret sauce and you can't share it because everybody else will take it from you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and somehow scarcity. it'll diminish you. Scarcity mentality. It's bullshit. And yeah. and the truth is like, it's just such a sad thing. It's like, you know, you think that if by sharing your experiences and what you know, your knowledge, like all of a sudden everyone's going to take your job. Like mm-hmm. you obviously lack confidence in what you're doing then. Yeah. Yeah, it's a one-hit wonder mentality, right? Thanks. And also, I think it's really important for us to distinguish the type of 
the the two models of the uh, the music e-commerce these days, right? So you have really really good people and who knows what they're doing and they're willing to share mm. in a in a very valuable program, and you have like people who are like fifty percent there or even less, even mm. less than that, and start sharing in you know making making it look as oh i already know the path just follow me and then yeah, start yeah. selling courses of how to sell courses you know what i mean yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's hard it's that's i think that's kind of like the um the way the internet ruins things right yeah, yeah. it's like if you got a nice camera you know and your parents bought you some nice audio gear you can you too can make a course on how to produce hit records I was like, bro, you never produced a hit record. Like <laughs> most records you did never got over a thousand streams on Spotify, you know? Yeah, but, um, you placed a, a, a drum loop and says you're a big time producer. Yeah, yeah. Now you're a beat maker, <laughs> you're a producer because you like put some splice loops together. So yeah. let me, let me, uh, you know, let me uh, get my course for $49 on how to make beats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like that that part does diminish a lot of things to me but mm -hmm. you know just like going back to the idea that like you know these bigger producers songwriters i mean even like hans zimmer did like a master class right mm -hmm. like for masterclass.com and then uh you know like you're saying justice and all that like it's dude it's your legacy right yeah like you know, it's. It, I think maybe the thing that that is really like off-putting for people is that they're still thinking about the music industry from 1975. Yes, and like you have to remember the music. It's just different. Like everything has shifted, right? Could you imagine in 1975 if they even had like an Apollo? Oh my <laughs> you know? god! Like, wow. oh, why would we use the Fairchild? We just use the Fairchild plugin. You know, like. <laughs> We don't need to go to the studio. Like the Beatles yeah. would be like, you know, John Lennon, like everybody just working out of like their own whatever room, you know, and sending files over the internet. Like it would the be Beatles crazy. with a, a sampler on the stage, you know, yeah. like <laughs> it's just, it's just Prime a different samples. game, dude. Like it's so different, yeah. you know? And, uh, it's like, you watch these, these, uh, you know, Netflix has this series now, um, mm you know, I, I forget what it's called. It's like dissecting the music or inside yeah. the, the song yeah. or whatever song exploder. Right. Yeah. And it's so cool. Like I'm addicted to that shit. I just like watched, like binge watched every single episode right. just cause you know, I'm like, I'm a producer. I'm, I'm in music. Like I've been music is like my lifestyle. Right. So I was like, I gotta watch this. So I just like binged it all. And like, yeah. it's so funny to see, you know, these records that were made like in early 2000s, 90s, you know, and they're like, yeah, you know, we just decided we should probably put a string section on it. Oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that just shows you how different the world was, right? Like, so we just got like a string section and then we had this great like string arranger, like make this happen. And then we just, we just put it at the end of the song. It's like, did you, you just did that? Like that was no big deal. And and probably many times they didn't even use that. Oh, yeah, exactly. We decided like, uh, not not to put in it to detract. It was just not enough. It just didn't. It just didn't work. Oh my you know? god! And it's funny because like back then it was like you you would have got dropped from the label if you only went platinum. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah. you only sold a million records. <laughs> Nowadays we're like, dude, I'm with platinum. It's like a huge ordeal. Like you're the biggest thing ever. Oh my god, you went platinum. Congrats, bro. 
It's, no, that's that, that really clicked to me, like that difference of the music industry back then and, and right now. When mm. I compare like Thriller, like the most sold right. you know, record of all times, physical, mm. and just the fucking just first Justin Bieber billion stream on Spotify, you know? So crazy. The first time that he went a billion on YouTube. And my God, it was like, oh my God, it's a total different level. You know? It's a different world, man. And like... It's just now, nowadays, like to me, I'm like the tech companies, because they are the internet, they own the music industry, right? The Spotify, mm -hmm. the Apple music, the Amazon music, you know, yeah. I mean, Tidal tried to come in and like play a role, but you know, they're, they're very small in the market share. And at the end of the day, it's like these huge tech conglomerates really run the music industry. So what we're really doing nowadays is we're making music for the tech companies and for the streaming platforms and the DSPs, which is so interesting to me. It's like we now have distribution at our fingertips where we can just distribute, you know, put a song mm -hmm. out, like, you know, set up our release, you know, go get the mm -hmm. pre-save, market it ourselves, run Facebook ads, do whatever we want, build whatever kind of business we want in music, yet we just make the same music because we're serving a DSP, a platform yeah. that no if we don't yeah. play by the rules, nobody's going to listen to our shit and we're not going to yeah. make any money. You yeah. know, I, I think yeah. like, honestly, the music industry has completely ruined the art, like, especially nowadays, like even back in the seventies, it was like, you know, the labels, they had all these opinions about the labels telling them what to do, et cetera. But, you know, no one was really telling Jimi Hendrix what to do. Yeah. No one was really telling the yeah. Beatles what to do. Like, they were like, no, we're going to tell you what we're going to do with our album, you know? Mm -hmm. And nowadays it's like, yeah, go ahead and try that. You're going to fail miserably mm -hmm. because there's no playlist that fits your music style because you, you are now, your music belongs to this, this robot that is a yeah. tech company that is deciding what the taste is like of music. It's fucking it's ridiculous. It's insane. Yeah. So, so how could you blame ryan tedder for selling his music catalog and publishing why would you want to be in a music industry when the creativity's dead why would you want to be making music when you can't even make what you want to make you have to make the new drake sound alike or the baby sound alike or some bullshit that you don't even want to be making yeah facts and if you don't you're not gonna make a living yeah you're like i only got a million streams like dude okay you made like what five grand and it's so you know? it's so funny because the same industry that that put that into place, they also demand us to be creative, to be innovative. You know. Yeah, just keep so, putting out records, guys. Just keep making more stuff. One, Release yeah, more. Yeah, one's gonna be super different, and it's gonna be on the Apple commercial. You know. What yeah. the fuck, You know. What's <laughs> to do with this? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the the echelon of of the music industry success today in 2021 is. You work your ass off to become a great musician. You work 10, 20 years on crafting music and songwriting and stuff because your biggest goal is to get on a Taco Bell commercial <laughs> and, sell, and sell a fucking chalupa. Oh my God. The chalupa mango. <laughs> <laughs> the Dorito chalupa now featuring, you know... Your oh your stupid God. ass song that like nobody really cares about, which is uh, really interesting though. Like that's the echelon of success now. It's like it's yeah. like oh bro, you're on a Gatorade commercial. Yeah, let like me, I let never me, I let never me shared that a little shit. Bit gears here. What is your um, 
what is the patterns you've seen like on 2020 you think they're going to keep coming on 2021 and also what is some prediction from this year what do you think people are should keep doing it they're doing right and they should stop doing right away yeah i think like the the biggest thing for me that i see is consistency it's like if you're going to be an artist be an artist right yeah and if yeah. you're not going to be an artist don't be an artist like you have to commit to it because the biggest thing is is if you're not committed to releasing consistently records every month promoting those records standing by them doing performances getting on tiktok doing the covers you know doing the the guitars the acapellas the keyboard version collaborating with other people making content around the music and keep pushing the music and writing new music and creating 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 then you're not going to go anywhere with your artistry it's just yeah. it's absolutely impossible in 2021 i think mm -hmm. that that's going to continue to be a, a huge factor of people's success in the music business if you want to be a producer dj that releases records and does remixes and does you know plays the festivals once this corona stuff's over mm -hmm. you have to release consistently and you have to be a human like people don't care about your fucking logo they don't care how cool you are like it's not even a thing anymore you know yeah. what i mean like the people Thanks. winning are the people that are showing behind the scenes who they are as a person their brand is connected to who they are their family life their dogs what they do outside yeah. of music right and yeah. and and you know that's literally how people are like connecting to them right yeah it's just that's the music industry now and everybody you know i mean shit when i was growing up doing music in you know early 2000s late 90s right mm -hmm. it was completely different it was like you know we're talking nirvana we're talking garage rock was coming out you know alternative rock like Virgin. it was like break the rules be as cool as possible do whatever the hell you want to do you know go against the system it's punk rock shit right Mm -hmm. And it was, but it was also like, people don't understand that that was just very, very well branded. It wasn't yes. really punk rock. Like yeah. it was labels like designing this shit that made you feel a certain way. And it was music videos branding that content. And we didn't have all these social media things that gave you behind the curtains where you kind of lose the allure of being an artist and being depressed and being so cool. And the only mm. time you saw these artists were like on MTV interviews, right? Like Lollapalooza. Yeah, man, I don't give a fuck. I just broke my guitar. Yeah, rock and roll. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now it's like, yo, dude, I'm eating a cheesy pizza, bro. It's pretty good. <laughs> and also I'm trying veganism. <laughs> Veganism's going great. My shit looks way different. Wow. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just yeah. like the allure of being online, like... Like Jay-Z's not on Instagram, you know, <laughs> Dr. Dre like has been in multiple interviews where he's like, yo, the, the social media thing like ruins the allure of being an artist, like that cool factor that like behind the scenes, the magic, because now it's like, well, okay. So how I get that sound is I open up my, the preset. It's really about nowadays going into 2021. It's being, it's being open and it's being like, I'm a human. Here's what I like. Yeah. Here's what I yeah. don't like, you know, uh, like you don't need to please everybody. 
you should make the music you want to make and it's okay if it's not super popular right now because mm-hmm. you don't want to be this like copycat thrown into the pile of garbage where you get a deal finally and it's a shitty deal and you get nobody gets to hear your music like just be an independent artist be who you are 100% and release consistently and create consistently and show people that you're serious and you're here to stay perfect yeah yeah um yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see what 2021 has in store for us. And I know many things are going to change. Many people are going to be filtered out. Just this recently, right? Spotify just took down a million songs. Yeah. Uh, people bought it, everything. And I, I think it's great. It's great to establish the new rules of the music industry. You know, you cannot win if you cheat. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> if you're cheating, you're not going to be a winner here. And I think it's awesome that they are... Of course, I I'm, I don't agree with everything that Spotify does mm-hmm. for artists in all these big platforms because, as you said, they're tech companies. They're not worried about the creativity. They're not worried about... They're worried about you keeping more time on the platform. But at the same time, I like this new policy of, you know, be real, be do your effort, you know. Right. Pay, pay advertisement if you mm-hmm. want to... You know, as any business, you the music industry has this stigma of being, you know, a special business, but it's not. It's just a business like anyone else, any right. other else. And uh, and we should treat like that. So you need to invest money on advertisement. You need to take um, the finances accountable. Everything is, is the same as yeah. any other business, you know. Oh, man. Like, I would say, you know, being in a business, the hardest thing to do is understanding your goals. Like a lot of people, a lot of artists are like, I want to be a millionaire, right? But in order to be a millionaire or have a million dollar company, you have to be investing hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes. So you want to make $100,000 a year in music, you got to invest five figures a year, every year, right? And, And that's the thing that is the great separator. It's the great divide. The artist that decides they don't want to pay for mixing, mastering, recording, studio stuff, they just want to get like by with the bare minimum. They're going to do everything themselves. They don't want to pay the designers. They don't want to get the music video done. They just don't have the money or the budget. They're just going to keep putting out music and it's hopefully going to work across their fingers. Mm -hmm. They're going to have a really long road ahead of them that literally has absolutely no promises, but also I think it's going to play against them that they're not investing in themselves. Right. You know, like my favorite saying is like those that pay, pay attention. Right. Yeah. So if you're paying and you're investing in you, like one of the greatest investments I ever made was putting a hundred thousand dollars into an education. And a lot of people are like, yo, would you go to school again and do that again? No, absolutely not. But the big thing that it did for me, it was a massive commitment. It was like, I'm putting a hundred thousand dollars in that cannot be forgiven even if I go bankrupt, wow. that $100,000 still has to be paid back to the, to the student loans and federal government. And that's a massive commitment. There's, that's like burning your boats, right? Mm-hmm. And, and for me, that's like, okay, I'm committed to this. Now I got to make it work. Most musicians and artists nowadays, if I talk to them all the time, I talk to them on DMs, I talk to them on the phone, I text, mm-hmm. I talk to independent artists every single day. And my number one thing that I would say independent artists need to stop in 2021 or just quit music 
is coming up with excuses, not putting any money into themselves. Yeah. Bro, I don't have any money. The reason I haven't done this is because of this. Oh, I'm not releasing consistently because I ran into some personal issues, whatever it is, right? You're mm-hmm. not committed enough. Like straight up, I got I got a divorce when I was going, like, you know, I broke up with a fiance when I was going through school in the worst time of my life, trying to get through audio school because I've been in love with the sound and the music, right? Yeah. What if I, oh, dude, I was going through some personal, so I dropped out and I quit my dreams, you know? I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It's yeah. just nice. You're not committed. You don't care enough. There's always, it's always going to tell you, like, the people putting the money, the time, and the effort in, and the money is a huge part of it. It is. They're the ones winning because they're committed. They have teeth. They have skin in the game, right? Like, they're, they're like, I'm putting up thousands of dollars every month for my mixes my masters i'm investing because they know and they believe that their music is asset it's asset it's like building a business it's like having stock in a company that they believe in and if they yeah. don't believe in their music and they don't believe in their assets and their and their records and they don't believe that they're going to make it they will not spend the money they will not invest them themselves and they'll find an excuse i agree no 100 and that's that's the issue right there it's like you don't believe in yourself, it, but see everybody in business that actually is making a living doing music or doing their business. They know this already. They know that you're mm-hmm. making excuses. They under they see right through your bullshit. So you, you're only lying to yourself. And the interesting thing about that is it's just delusional. It's just like, I'm an artist. No, you're not an artist. You're not an mm-hmm. artist until you put out art consistently and you show people that art is your lifestyle. Otherwise, you're just a guy or a girl making art. I can go fucking draw on some some wood outside. Am I an artist all of a sudden? No, it's a pastime. It's a hobby for me. I like to go paint every once in a while. I don't say I'm a painter. Yeah. You guys shouldn't be calling yourself rappers or singers or whatever if you're not going to commit to this. It's unbelievable to me, man. Like it's the only it's the only thing that people could just jump into and say, I'm an artist, I'm a rapper, I'm a singer, I'm a music producer. Dude, because you made some music with your computer does not make you a music producer. Yeah. It means that you produced some music. (laughs) There's a big difference, right? Could you imagine for a doctor saying that? Like, (laughs) oh yeah. I put uh, a Band-Aid on someone, I'm a doctor. I like to operate some people once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i mean I, I don't do it consistently but you know i, I yeah. took out a guy's you know took out his throat like the other day <laughs> so you're a thoracic surgeon no no i just yeah i guess i'm a thoracic surgeon i did it like you know i did it a couple times twice yeah <laughs> when it's, just, it's just like yeah it's a wide open there. industry you know and, and it's like yeah you just have to call it what it is. If you're a hobbyist, you're a hobbyist. You yeah. love making music. Big deal. And Say that. And it's okay. That. Yeah, people people have that issue with hobbies. You know. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but just just embrace it, man. Like I would actually, I probably would be happier right now if music was my hobby instead of my of my Facts. career because you know I would have just way more um, fun with it. Right now, yeah. it's not as fun as I wanted to be. Of course, I have bigger goals for it, but um, a hobby is just where you draw your your entertainment from. You know? Facts. So I, you know what? I would I would give like this kind of, this advice to you. 
like you directly will because mm. of what you just said. I would say that you need to find something in music that you can just treat as a hobby and not a business. Exactly. Yeah. And like honestly, I found a lot of um a lot of fun and re-energizing my love for music by writing songs again and recording mm-hmm. as a vocalist. Yeah. Right? Because I'm a music producer, composer, and, that, and an engineer. That's what I do. I engineer other people. I mix and master, and I do this, right? And that's my living, and I make a living off of it. You know, yeah. but like, and I've I've synced records and stuff that I've sang on and wrote and all that, but it hasn't ever been like my career, right? Right, right. So for me, I'm like, dude, how do I find fun shit to do with music? Write songs, you know? Yeah. Like for yeah. you, grab your guitar and play some songs and record some songs and just share them with people. I think like we're weird in the music industry. We feel like if we're going to write something, it's got to be, you know, we're going to yeah. release it. We need a release plan. We need a strategy. It's like, no, if it yeah. just treat it like a hobby, you know, sure. just have fun with it. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. No, hundred percent. And I do. I, that's why I have my project despite of all the things I do in music. Right. Yeah. So I work with radium. I, I work with other artists, but I also have my project where I can do be whatever creative and yeah. take the decisions I want to do. You know, if Facts. I want to play the piano with my elbows and, <laughs> you know, and random, random mixes, I'll do it just because it's, it's my, it's my hobby. It's my decisions. You know? I, I, I so, heard, I heard, and maybe this is just hearsay, but <laughs> I heard comes. you play the piano with more than just your elbows. Oh man. I have a third. A third <laughs> I, got a, I got a third elbow. A third arm. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a third elbow. Whatever. That's yeah. not even. That's not even a thing. This, I don't this, think. this show is PG thirteen. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, we already dropped the <laughs> f bomb a couple times. So and drinking beer and <laughs> this isn't beer. You can't tell. It's just root beer. Okay. Root beer. <laughs> Delicious root beer. Sponsored by Radium. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. And, uh, but yeah, I think, um, can we get a beer, like a, a, a radium a beer, radium beer, Oh, radium brew. All right. Who's, who's down. Who's made it this far into this bullshit <laughs> conversation <laughs> and is down to brew a radium beer for us. We, oh, maybe we do God. like a radium red, like a radium red ale. Red ale. Yeah. Who's down. Hit me up. Bradley at radium dash media.com. But yeah, man, I, I, I honestly, I'm really liking this. I think this is a great yeah. idea. We should definitely do this much more often. And guys, we'll bring on some sure. guests as well. Like, you know, yeah, we could even do it like Absolutely. where it's you and, uh, and, and me and another guest, right? For sure. Yeah. That'd yeah. be fucking totally fun. Now. Like I get so tired of just like being in my room, you know, making music alone, editing <laughs> stuff Crying. alone. I like talk to my dogs like they're real children now. Yeah. Or they're they like are. like little weird fucking furry like aliens like that understand my emotions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah very, crying very in the cutest. shower and yeah, just all sorts of stuff, man. It's depressing. Like it I'm is. drinking beer it and it's like it's barely four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Like honestly, we were talking about this earlier. It's like I go to bed at like nine now. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's just like, oh well, I'm gonna get up at five AM. I should go to bed now. The sun's down. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, uh, this, this is great. Thanks for tuning in guys. Radium podcast, episode 85. I mean, that's, that's 85 episodes. What what do you think about that? Will? you were a part of, geez, damn near half of them, right? 
Yeah, I, I was behind the cameras most of the time. I think since episode, I'd say 50, 50 yeah. something. And That's wild. Yeah, I've been behind the cameras and editing and doing all those stuff. And I think there's a lot of value. Like, I, I met you because of the podcast. I met Kevin because of the podcast. I met Radium because of the podcast. Um, yeah, and, and so Max, a, Max Margot, yeah. Esper. Right? Yeah, Asper. So and, many people come know. through a Radium. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's, um, you know, it's a value that you cannot find everywhere about this topic, about music industry, music business, everything music, the way we talk, the way you guys, that we present information. And, and you know, I think it's great. Um, I'm happy to be in front of the cameras now, to be honest. Yeah, man, it's cool. I, I think we'll we'll definitely do a lot more episodes like this. And uh, yeah, you guys drop a comment here and let us know what you want to uh, you want us to talk about on this podcast because you know a lot of the times I'm like the podcast is finally my opportunity to just be able to be myself yeah. rather than like you know here's a tip of the day or here's a you know here's a plug in of the week or you know yeah. like where it has to be like edited and it has to be something where you know new viewers can follow along and like. You know, sometimes it's technical, so it's like, you know, you can't just goof around and drink beers, yeah. you know. But um no, absolutely. Yeah, this is this is definitely my time to, you know, be able to just chat and be uh, you know, free about it, speak freely about whatever. But uh yeah, let's put this let's get this going on Spotify and stuff, right? Well, like we gotta get this up on Spotify and, and everywhere. Why not? Everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. you wanna be, the Radium Podcast. <laughs> We could, you know, use that I can even deliver tech. like USB sticks directly to their house. Yeah, dude. We'll go down to Venice. Will Martin's music on Instagram. <laughs> and- <laughs> yeah, right. Hit me up. DM me. Follow me on. Follow me on MySpace.com. Follow me on what? What are like the the music streaming sites of the of old? Like uh. uh oh my God! <laughs> I used to have Ork Orkut. You know, remember that what is that? Orkut. Um, Orchid. Ah, Orkut, so O R Q U T, Orkut. Oh, I've never even heard of that. Oh my god, it was so big in Brazil. But uh, anyways, yeah, that was the thing before Facebook. I remember LimeWire. LimeWire is for music, right? Yeah, well, LimeWire was just basically like stealing shit off Lime. Like, <laughs> what can I find for free, bro? It's funny too. Uh, like when you download all the free shit, you don't actually like listen to it or respect it or give a damn about it. Uh, yeah. I think that that's like that's like a big issue, right? But before before we get into that, we'll save uh, we'll save that for episode eighty six. Yeah, let's, let's save for <laughs> eighty six and on. Yeah, well, thanks guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, you know, this was the Corona edition. I'm sure we'll have many more Corona editions um, yeah. featuring Will, the Brazilian barbecuing vegetarian. It's like how do you how do you how are you a vegetarian and you're you're Brazilian? How's that work? I'm I'm not I'm not a vegetarian anymore since the beginning of this year. See? So, yeah, but I've been for two years. I saved a lot of a lot of lives. You saved but a I'm, lot of chicken lives. Yeah, but I'm killing it again, so I'm sorry guys. Jeez, he's back to hunting. Barbaric. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you guys. At, at Rally HD. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go go follow me on Instagram at Bradley HD. Get get Will at Will Martin's music. Right? That's the one. That's the one. Hit us up, DM us, ask us questions about, you know, love, uh, finances, 
Um, fitness. I'm I'm the fitness. Fitness. Guy. Will is huge on fitness. He's got he's got pecs of a god. They're like rock solid. He's always showing them off. Like when we're working, I'm like, dude, this is weird. You know, you're gonna get me sued if you keep taking your shirt off while we're filming. Oh my god! Don't what is that? Don't watch Soothe too. Don't don't do not watch any of our content. <laughs> you're not gonna like it. Like what if that, oh, that's god. how that's how every YouTube video should end. Don't watch yeah. this. Don't subscribe to the channel and please give us a thumbs down. Oh god! And people probably would do the, the opposite, so we should try that. Yeah, it could, it could work. There's a lot of haters out there. But we love you guys. Um, yeah, right, guys. click all the stuff and 